there's a lot of tension throughout the scene. You can just just feel it. The words are going back and forth and tempers are, are just barely being held in check and a lot of just subtle aggression. As evidence is brought forth, questions are asked in both directions. It's like a chess match of psychology. The 20 Digit Scene Review Podcast, episode number seven. My name is David. I'm your host for this evening and my co-host, Alex. Every week we review a scene each. It is episode seven odd, so I believe that's you, Alex, to start. Yeah. This episode, I have lined up a show called Line of Duty, um, available in in North America on Netflix, but this is a, a BBC production, so those of you across the pond would... Know, uh, where to see it on, on other sources. I think in the U.S. it's also available on Hulu. So uh, season two, episode two, around the 41 minute and 25 second mark. And the scene, this is a bit of a long one this time, folks. It's uh, a 14 minute run. But uh, as you watch it, I hope you'll find that it's, it was well worth it. Um, so this show is about uh, this. Uh, it's actually a fictional um thing but it's called ac12 which is short for anti-corruption unit 12 and so this is a uh, an organization that investigates um well as it says corruption uh or bent coppers as we might call them in uh in the police over in the in the uk so i guess in the u.s it'd be similar to the internal affairs i guess kind of i suppose so Yeah. yeah okay got it okay so um we have uh five characters in this particular scene and the scene is a uh, uh, a, a, a sort of a questioning or an interrogation you might call it I, I'm hesitant to use the word interrogation because when you so much it's it's been used so much in, in film and TV and when you think that you think of good guys cops versus someone who's being interrogated which is a suspected criminal or a known mm-hmm. criminal but that mm-hmm. isn't necessarily what's happening in this particular scene um, so D.I. Denton or sorry let me let me go over some of the uh, abbreviations so as, as someone in Canada, I didn't really know this, and, and the show does not explain it, so I had to go look these up. But DI is short for Detective Inspector, DS is short for Detective Sergeant, and mm. DC is short for Detective Constable. I had no idea. Okay. That's actually yeah. helpful. <laughs> right. Okay. So we have uh, DI Denton, which is uh, the one being questioned, and she's uh, alongside some, uh, presumably some sort of counsel. I don't know if it's literally a lawyer, but some sort of... Uh, assistance so yeah, two, it sounded uh, like a lawyer or a counselor or something like that to me yeah I saw right yeah. so the two of them are on one side of the table and the other side of the table uh in the room are three we have superintendent hastings who's the kind of uh highest ranking officer in the room and then uh ds arnett and dc fleming and so the scene proceeds um and the identity is being questioned in regard to an ambush which uh has led to the murder of some police officers so that's why uh, she's they're 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 checking up on her and say because they they don't quite have enough to to fully make an arrest but they're they're questioning her to further to that to be able to nail her <laughs> and so she's supposed to have uh, assisted in the murders now um, this show is great like it has a number of these kind of interrogation scenes and this is just one example but I picked it um, there there are like two other good ones earlier on but this one's uh, uh, the better of the three um with with these i I really like how the actors um 
they they deliver their lines with such incredible like composure and ease and like you know you could tell they're they're good at that and that they practice the lines even though the 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 lines have fairly domain specific technical terms and jargon to the to the to the police uh, I guess work and stuff um there's there's a lot of close-ups and 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 camera movement like pitching and panning and stuff and it, it, as an audience member it gives you the the feeling like like you're there in the room you're practically sitting next to one of them at the table and you've got your elbows on the table and you're you're staring down the person being interrogated <laughs> or you're you're sitting beside the lawyer and you're 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 also wanting to defend like you, like you're right there like we're, we're talking like from chin to eyebrow kind of close-ups it's like super close up and uh, you know on my large screen it's like it's really in your face <laughs> literally um there's there's a lot of tension in throughout the scene you can just just feel it like like the words are going back and forth and you know uh tempers are, are just barely being held in check and a, a lot of just subtle aggression of you know didn't you do this and uh, you know come on we dare you to deny it kind of thing not in so many words but that's that's really what what's going on and there, as evidence is brought forth questions are asked in both directions it's like a chess match of of psychology or something with you know and or linguistics uh and it this scene is is good uh, the script writing is good because you expect most of the time you know on the one side the interrogators are have the upper hand and they're just pressuring the one being interrogated but halfway through the scene it's the tables are suddenly turned and uh and the one the interrogators are really caught um you know taken aback they're just not prepared at all and and uh, the one being interrogated this just starts to pull out documents and, and evidence and says about them it's like <laughs> well wait we're not even the one in this case and and but they can't even necessarily deny it because what she has is on them the dirt on them is true right and so they're uh, they're just visibly uncomfortable and everything like that and through the scene from even from beginning to end as as a viewer if you haven't seen the whole series there's just a lot of ambiguity and uncertainty and vagueness. It, and it makes you, you know, as an audience, it's, it's like a puzzle. You want to figure out like a Sherlock Holmes is a mystery. And you, you want, you're choosing a side. Well, is she innocent? Is she not? Are these guys really the good guys? That, because they're pressuring her. Like, may, what if she didn't do it? And then just, you know, they're going to charge an innocent person. And there's a lot of that. Um, well, I can tell you as, a, as someone that has no idea about this show and not watch a second of the show mm-hmm. uh me just going into the scene i think one of the things you had mentioned was is it too long it's 14 15 minutes and so i said okay let me just take a look at this and see what it was and then all of a sudden 15 minutes went by <laughs> 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 like for me i was edge on my seat uh, found myself kind of wanting to root for the you know the person the identity the person being interrogated and kind of rooting for her as she was you know bringing up this amazing evidence against all three of her uh, interrogators and how she uh, t- you know turned the tables on them so beautifully mm-hmm. but i think you mentioned the script writing and the delivery uh the camera work you know all that stuff was well done and i thoroughly enjoy a lot of bbc series and films for that reason just because the scripts and the diction, the vocabulary, it's not too much. It doesn't seem too far-fetched. Um, but I just, 
absolutely enjoy it. So I was on the edge of my seat the entire time. Nice. Yeah, it was it was just really good, and and there's a lot more of that. And then the, through the series, you you get that kind of thing. But that is that doesn't make the entirety of the series. There's a lot of typical police action, car chases, gunfire, and all that kind of stuff in investigation and in, in you know crime scene investigation and inspection of murder scenes and all that kind of thing. So it's 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 a pretty good show. I do want to make one minor point though that I noticed that at some point in this in this scene, the camera is actually focused on DC Fleming in the foreground rather than Superintendent mm-hmm. Hastings, who is in the background. And I found that pretty interesting. Like, that must have been a, a deliberate cinematography choice. Like, I don't know if your thoughts on that, like, what, what they were trying to convey there. Yeah, I'm trying to remember exactly when that happened. Well, I, I think have to what look happened back is, it. yeah, Hastings had a line, and so they had him in focus with uh, Fleming in the foreground, but blurred because the focus is on Hastings in the right. background. Right. And then following that, cuts to D.I. Denton, and then cuts back to... Fleming plus Hastings, but this time she's in the foreground. So yeah. it might have been kind of like a, you know, we're focusing on A, we're focusing on B, we're focusing on C. It could have been something like that. Yeah, it could be. And it could, I, I'd have to look at it again because it may have been the response that uh, D.I. Denton had that would then put her on the spot potentially, and that's why she was in focus. I, I'm not sure. I'd have to check. Sometimes they do that. But it may not have been. So I'll have to take a look at it. I'll, I'll be okay. interested to see. Uh, I did. Um, one thing I really love is just kind of witty batter, banter like that. Yeah. It's, uh, that's, that's why I love British film, actually. It's just they have a knack for it. And they just, just the standoff, yeah, sure. standoff on words. And it's just, it's just yeah. beautiful to un- see unfold. It, it's, it's really cool because you get... You you get so much tension, you get so much uh, mm-hmm. aggression and and direct um, banging of heads, but without physical violence, That's without correct. guns, without arms, mm-hmm. without you know speedy car chases. But yet, like there's just adults sitting in a room on a table. But yet it's 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 you just want to watch it and see it unfold. And yeah, it's know, still impactful, it's right? Really and yeah, but yeah exactly. the key word is tension. There, I mean, the tension is there, and it's, it's also nice to see. Well, not nice, maybe not nice. It's not the right word, but uh, I love how the um, the emotions that you mentioned are in check. Like you can't, you can't. No matter how frustrated you may feel or how incredulous you may think, um, you can't just lose your temper. Or you kind of lose a bit of credibility that way. You can't you can't lose your cool, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And that's. Uh, I think that's fascinating to watch, uh, and as as just as if here you 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 side one way or the other, and you're probably fuming in the back, and you want something been done, but uh, that kind of adds to the frustration too a little bit when they can't vent per se in that sort uh-huh. of situation. So yeah, so yeah, it was yeah brilliant choice for sure. Awesome. Mm-hmm. All right, that's so that's that's my scenes. What have we got for us this episode? Well, a little bit of a departure from uh, some of the other ones in the spirit of variation, I guess. I, um, mm-hmm. I picked up a film, picked up, I watched a film just as the pandemic sort of came about in May of 2000, uh, 2020. And the film is called The Half of It. It's on Netflix, directed by Alice Wu, uh, who I just love after watching this i'm gonna to have to watch some of her other movies I, I i even spent a good 45 minutes listening to an interview 
or talk about the movie after watching it and thoroughly loved it. I am a sucker, though, I will say, for coming-of-age movies. Uh, that's sort of my thing. Uh, you can you can classify this as romantic. It's a rom-com, which is uh, unusual for me because I'm actually not a, you know, I'm not really a rom-com um, lover, but I love this for many different reasons, and I won't go mm-hmm. into all those different details. Uh, so it's directed by Alice Wu, and cinematographer is Greta Zozula. So the scene that I have picked is a diner scene. So some context is really important here because uh, actually I didn't even mention it to you before um, telling you the scene. Um, so what's happening is the uh, the character uh, who's Paul Munsky, who's the, uh, let's call him just for lack of a better word for him, is a jock. So he's, he's um, almost like a gentle giant, is not very articulate. And he's kind of fallen for, you know, the um, the the Aster Flores, which is um, the brunette who's who's having dinner with him. Um, so he actually, you know, obviously in scenes before this, asks Ellie Chu, who's played by uh, Leah Lewis, uh, to write love letters in his stead um, because he ha- he he wants to express his feelings, doesn't want to you know, necessarily confront her yet, and. He knows that Ellie can 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 write extremely well, and so the nuance in all of this is that Ellie is actually fallen for the same girl. So she's she's fallen for mm-hmm. um, Aster. So you have uh, um, uh, Daniel, uh, sorry, Paul Munsky, who who's fallen for Aster, and and same similarly Ellie Chu fallen for her. And so when she's writing these notes, obviously she's. Uh, She's expressing her true feelings, and that's why it comes out so well. So anyway, the the purpose of this diner scene is is that the first time that Paul is actually physically meeting uh, and sitting down with Aster, and so what's what's interesting is you you have them sitting down and it's super awkward, and then you have Ellie Chu um, sitting in the truck in the window trying to navigate the situation and, and rooting for him if you if you uh, if you can imagine that so now what's really interesting is is the cinematography choice and actually this is from what from what i watched in the interview uh with um alice who directed the film this was her brainchild in terms of how she wanted this to look and i always i always find it interesting how what filmmakers do to sort of translate the sort of text the texting sort of experience on film and I've seen it done in many different ways and some very well and some not. So in this one, I really like what they've done. Um, so why does texting come into play here? <laughs> What's interesting is that it, things get a little bit awkward at, at dinner because um, he doesn't represent any of the love letter sort of personality mm-hmm. that uh, Ellie has brought to the table, so to speak. So then she interrupts the di- diner by sending sending Aster a text like and presumably he's sitting right across from her so it it just comes it, it just comes at a a very interesting and comedic sort of situation where she's like why are you texting me and you're right in front of me and of course the scene ensues and I think it's a very uh, let's call it a cute sort of situation uh, mm-hmm. comedic situation and what I really liked about the cinematography and filmmaking is is the whip pan between um Aster the typing, um, you know, flipping for master, who's who's in the right sort of half of that screen, the text on the left, and then flips back to Ellie typing. And then you have Paul having no idea what's being said, although he has to pretend that he's texting. 
you can whip pan his way and then you have all of this you know what are you doing in text with <laughs> emphasis on the with the, the sound effects and you know ellie's going back and saying stop looking at me so it's just a it's just a funny for, funny funny exchange going on between them um and i felt it was incredibly creative how they uh illustrated the use of texting um in in that scene it was actually quite beautiful looking at it again uh for the second or third time and how uh, creative it was in terms of coming up with that scene to begin with uh, so the the whole awkwardness, the comedic sort of situation, and the characters kind of playing out beautifully as well. I mean, I think I don't think these characters have had a, a prime time spot before this, and they were absolutely remarkable, not only in the scene but in the entire movie. So I thought I'd. Uh, that's kind of the reason why I picked this scene. I don't know what you got out of it, Alex. I'm, nice, I'm sure the nice. context helps a little bit now. Yeah. Uh, as a matter of fact, I have watched that film. So. Oh, you have. Um, okay. Yeah, I had. And so okay, I, great. Yeah, I, I got the context, but I let you continue so that for the sake of our audience to be able to get uh, get that as well. Yeah, I agree. Like um, with the with the, it was very creative to come up with just with that situation of the three characters like that. Um, <laughs> yeah, pretty unusual. I don't think I've I haven't seen anything uh, similar to that. And then the way that they had is the, kind of the distant tri- isosceles triangle of the That's two right. in the diner, That's and then right. the. The one way in the parking lot, in the in the kind of in the dark in the, in the yeah. truck and stuff, but yet you know, if they wanted, they had sight lines all three to one another. Right. Um, and you know, it was, it was interesting how I, I, they they probably did this deliberately in terms of uh, direction and stuff, but they had you know the guy's phone on his right, which is facing the, in, the indoor camera, so it's visible to the audience that was on the table at the time that Ellie texted. <laughs> And so, it, you know, it, it makes you, you know, think if you're paying attention, well, how could he have texted or if the phone yeah, exactly right it. there beside the beside his plate? Um, but he, you know, he quickly grabs it, puts it under the table so it can continue <laughs> yeah, to right. look like he's texting. But, <laughs> so that, that was interesting. So I, I guess the, the character must have missed uh, that, that, that little um, fact or whatnot. But uh, yeah, I agree. Quite cute. And overall, the film is interesting story um, with the scene... You know, the the actors all portrayed their parts pretty well, and in particular, you know, Paul, the the, the guy, yeah, yeah, super at looking nervous, looking yeah. stumbling yeah. over his words, and, <laughs> and right. being awkward. And I'm not a talker. I think was one of his lines. Yeah, that's there. right. And, that's you know, right. For sure. You know, I'm sure physically the actor is is fine, but he portrayed that character uh, really. It really came across. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. that it, it wasn't very good with words and you know fidgeting with his hands and all that kind of thing but yeah uh, they did a really good job with that and i i don't know they just portray their characters extremely well i mean aster as well you know obviously a beautiful actress i mean they all are mm-hmm. but i mean she portrayed her her um her character extremely well and um the genuineness of what she was trying to sort of communicate as well was great and, and clear as far as i could see and uh yeah, I, th- I just I just love that scene. I think it was it was great mm-hmm. how it was shot. It was great how it was um, how it was thought out, and uh, it's just the combinations of the whip transition whip uh, transitions between scenes and and the sound effects were just well done. Yeah, really well done. I think the sound effects were a good punctuation on it because I have seen in other um, things where they show the texting on screen, but with this one, how he had. The, like the full autocomplete words coming yeah. in and then boom, 
boom, boom, what boom. are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that added to the comedy of the thing. So that was well done. And his expression was classic too. I mean, like, uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the bug eyes and yeah. staring her down and stuff. <laughs> but yeah, that was actually kind of a, a, a great observation there with the isosceles triangle. I didn't, I didn't think of that, but uh, it was certainly a theme throughout the movie for sure. Mm-hmm. So I guess that uh, that wraps up mine. Uh, good choice on your end. I think there you couldn't pick more contrasting. Uh, yeah. Two scenes here, one that's you know, rom-com comedy, if you want to you know, pigeonhole that category, and one that's uh, more of a drama, I guess, in BBC film. So that wraps up episode seven. Uh, love uh, what you're bringing to the table. Really mm-hmm. looking forward to next week, too. Yeah, actually, I already have my pick in mind. I, I won't spoil it, but it's uh, definitely something to watch. It'll, it'll make you sit up and take notice and okay. think about things. Yeah. All right, all right. I I thought I had one. I'm gonna have to rethink it to remember what I'd like to bring to the table. I got so many, <laughs> but uh, yeah. I guess that's what's fun about all this. So, thanks everyone for taking the time to listen. Yeah. Um, I guess we'll tune out right now and take care. Have a good evening, night, day, yeah. morning, what have you. <laughs> Signing off. All right. Take care. Bye, all. Thanks again. Thanks for listening. You can email us at scenereview at 20digit.com and find us on YouTube by searching for 20digit productions. And we're 20digit on Twitter and Instagram. Note that our website and all our online IDs are spelled with numbers 20DIGIT. Thanks for listening to the 20digit scene review podcast. 